0: Hey what up guys, it's Julia Vance Fleeker and you're listening to the Best Damn Podcast that's Culture Pop Radio and who we got in the building? Today, oh, we got Chris Rivers in the building. Saucy, yes, oh, man. V- saucy. Vigorous sauce, vigorous sauce, vigorous sauce, <laughs> vigorous sauce levels it. have been achieved. That's exactly, amazing. man. Yeah, Chris yeah. Rivers. I uh, appreciate you. For I'm excited. Me. I'm also excited. My armpits are sweating too. By the way, uh, uh, the back of the back <laughs> of my neck is moist. <laughs> the back of my neck is moist. I think it's I think it's, it's the air quality. It's exactly. It, yeah, it's that. It's that. New York City human for real. Uh huh. Uh So you just dropped. Uh, you say Gitu, but yeah, gitu. should I do the acronym or?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I say. G- to so people know, like, when they look at it, right? That that is GITU, but it but it stands for greatest in the universe. Correct. Yeah, I yeah,
0: think yeah. that's you right now. Oh yeah, I, I th- I'm not even I'm not even capitalizing. Yo, it.
1: yo, it's funny, it's funny because like, there's people <laughs> who feel that way. And then there's people like like even people on my team, like my manager called me after he yeah. heard it. And uh, I don't think they like the project too much. I think really? they like I no, they, they like it, but they, their job is uh, managerial. So they right. they're realizing like wow, this one's a really big jump from the last mm-hmm. one as far as creatively. So now right. we gotta scramble and figure out target audience, demographic, et cetera. Right. But then he's like, Yo, it's a hip hop album. I don't I, like for you to name it greatest in the universe, I don't I don't think I don't think that's the case. But he um he, he heard pieces mm. of the project so he didn't know the whole concept and right. the whole concept behind it was that's actually an affirmation like greatest in the universe I peeped that yeah it's an affirmation I used to tell myself like back when I was feeling depressed mm. or feeling super low or critically bad I would tell myself like Chris if you fully applied yourself if you really gave yourself a chance you could be the greatest in the universe Yeah. you could be there so it's more of a triumphant thing and an affirmation right. more than saying like nigga I'm the
0: best <laughs> fuck y'all but a little bit of that just a little bit you know but, yeah. just a new, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I You know what? I did feel that when I was listening to the album because I felt like this was definitely way more uh, relaxed. Like, you've kind of accepted, like... Listen, I really am the greatest in the universe, yeah. and you've worked your way to every it's, level to get
1: there. It's like I, 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 I I'm finally past mm-hmm. what I feel is the proving stage, you right? Know, which, okay, which I right. probably was past it for a while to right. the world. Like you got nothing left to prove, but internally, I finally hit a place where I was like, "Yo, like I proved that I could really, really, really rap a lot." Seriously, and now let me make some music, and the music's still gonna have high level rap and lyricism, all the nice stuff in it. But uh, it's music, it's songs you could bump, you know? Right? So that, that's what I was going for.
0: If you haven't caught any of his freestyles or any of his live performances, I would suggest you, after this video, go on YouTube right now and check it out. You'll see exactly what we're talking Im- impeccable about. Impeccable nature. Seriously. Impeccable. I want to call yeah. you a wordsmith too, oh, by the a way. Wordsmith.
1: i lyrical wordsmith. Crazy. I, I couldn't stop uh, since I watched that episode of South Park with Kanye with the fish thing. It's like, I'm a motherfucking
0: lyrical wordsmith.
1: I, and, and since then, I just, I just say it all the time. So I appreciate it. But it's it. the truth. Yeah. Though. I know, I appreciate it. No, no, I like it. I like it.
0: Yeah. You know what's the worst part? Is like, for me, I, I, this is a bad admission right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I have lied a couple times on the show in the past. And this is the first time where I feel like I can actually tell the truth. Oh, my I'm God. like,
1: I respect oh that the, the 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 gentle balance yeah. between media and honest person. It's yeah. hard. It you is. Can't, you, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You got. You got to watch what you say. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, but I appreciate that you could be truthful with <laughs> Thank me. <you>. I <laughs> toothful if you will. Toothful yeah, yeah, you exactly. I love that you do that.
0: So let's start from the beginning. Um uh-huh. I know that you said that you uh, I guess around the age of twelve that you started rapping. So like what was that actually defining moment for you that um, you like I wanna rap? It, for it's real?
1: it's weird because I did it for a, a bit when I was like eight, nine, yeah. like early, early and then um After that, uh, I've always been like poetically inclined. Like, I always knew I wanted to, uh, like I liked words and I was good with words. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, um, but I didn't make the super, super duper firm decision to like, this is what I'm gonna do every day and pursue this until I die or Mm -hmm. make it or whatever comes first until like I graduated. High school mm. uh, Prior to that I was still writing And doing all my stuff But once Man. I graduated High school around 17 I was like alright This is Because I saw a lot of my friends Going to college Or getting 9 Man. to 5's Which is nothing wrong with those no, But yeah, not, but, but yeah I, I agree I'm saying like if, if your dream job is a 9 to 5 Or your yeah. dream job requires you To go to college That's what Man. you're going to do Sure But most of us do it Because we feel like We're supposed to Or we Man. have no other choice And I didn't want that for myself Like I'm kind of an idealist So Man. I'm like I, I, I gotta live the perfect life And then um, So I, I put This is the most thing That I knew that I loved so Man. I went after this. So I would say about 17, I took it like real seriously. Man. But I've been writing since I was like a small child poetry, Man. word, just random stuff, trying Heard to it. get girls to like me. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, baby, roses yeah. are red, violets, violets are blue. Are blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are facts. Like me, please. You know, like, yeah, like, you know, so yeah, but doing that and then uh, writing poetry and then. Thinking I could rap and knowing, you know, yeah. like it just seemed it just seemed like the right thing to do. And I didn't have a like my first dream really was to be a superhero and then an astronaut, uh, okay, like an okay, astronaut, you know, and suit. And I knew that I didn't have uh, like the ability to fly, or I thought, <laughs> or like shoot laser beams. But I was always good with words, <laughs> right? And that's my superpower. So if I could save the world a little bit with words and music, saved my life. I remember eight years old listening yeah. to Eminem or certain certain, certain songs, and it right. just really brought me out of dark places. I'm like, right. wow, if I could give this back, then that's amazing so exactly that, yeah so that, that that was always the goal you know i feel like, it i feel yeah, it yeah, yeah. but
0: now the the cover of gitu makes sense
1: yeah so yeah. i'm
0: like okay now that I, i'm connecting oh, the dots here.
1: yeah i'm, I'm like low-key uh behind the scenes like building kind of like a subtle narrative, like a mm-hmm. background lore story so I could eventually right. come out with something that connects everything. Because right. even my last project, DeLorean, had right. like me going through space on top of the car, like right. and like this one. I'm really into space and stuff, but it it's all gonna connect one day. Just Definitely. once once enough people care that I could be like boom.
0: But it's like Easter theory. eggs though. Yeah, like yeah. Like you just, just dropping them all over the place. For the real fans and then the yeah. people who
1: like get on the boat later, right. they'll realize that it's been getting built for a while. Okay, yeah. I like that. I actually like yeah, that. It's yeah. a
0: good uh, good anticipation yeah, I got, story. Yeah, I got ideas. I got ideas. Yeah. So, like, I know I don't think you've ever really talked about this before. I'm not sure if you're comfortable with it, but I'm going to shoot it out. Alright. So, what happened with Three Down? Because you right. started there, and then yeah. you just like, boop, like kind of Yeah, left. so, Three Down uh, happened, uh, I was like
1: eight, nine years old at the time. It was me, Lil Ray Ray, and uh, little James. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lil Ray Ray uh, he goes by Chavo now. And that's actually Corey Ray's brother, right? Um, and uh, Benzino's son, and uh, Little James. He was like the winner of a, um, uh, I forgot, but one of those like America's Got Talent. Like he, mm. he can sing, he's sauce, all right. that stuff. So Benzino started us in like this rap group called mm. Three Down because there was three of us, and yo, that was crazy. Like that that's was that. It, it was it was nuts because like back then, like I didn't realize the magnitude of what we was doing. Like I had more crazy stuff happening back then than I do right now like back then because <laughs> I had like the label push and Benzino's my like it was actual money and right. support behind us like a like a like an engine so right. we uh, I, we opened up for Job ja Rule the crowd was going crazy Damn. in the stadiums there 15,000 people in Puerto Rico right before DMX and Holy like shit. crazy stuff happening flying around and then um I was young at this time so if I don't quote me on this but this is what I feel happens and it's ironic because I hope I meet Eminem and I get to tell him but around that time right he started um um, uh, Benzino and Eminem started having beef. Oh, I don't know if you remember damn. that, right? Yeah, I do. So, um, <laughs> which there was there was validity on both sides, but uh, but n- n- going away from the yeah. beef, the beef itself. Uh, since we was children, mm-hmm. uh, we was involved in it. I, f- I, I forgot what it's called. It's like some causality crap. But right. basically, since we're minors, and there was like altercations or business problems there that we basically had to like uh, the deal got dropped because mm-hmm. of the ensuing. Problems in regards to the fact that we were also minors attached right. to the deal. So we had like a 1.2 million. Like, wow. So I want Eminem to know that you're <laughs> the re- But I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I didn't become rich that young because I don't think I would have been this wholesome. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> this you know, is wh- nice. awesome. Or earn more like, I, th- I think this way was better. I had to struggle more because right. I think uh, most child stars are not not good now. Like crack you know, so, or yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying <laughs> like definitely would have been a crack addict at 12, you know all that stuff. So yeah, so I'm just glad. But Eminem, you you did that to me. Wait,
0: I know. I want to say, were you being sarcastic on This Is 50 a couple years ago when they was talking about your weight loss, or was that for real? Now what, that we're what, on what,
1: it, where was the sarcasm? What I said? He was
0: like, he was like, how did you lose all that weight? He was like, crack. Oh, crack. Oh yeah. No, no. I was definitely, I was definitely
1: being funny. I was like, okay. I've, I've never done crack. I'm more, I'm more, I'm more. I'm more of a heroin kind of person. <laughs> no, nah, like, this is probably really triggering to like drug addicts watching. Please don't do drugs. Um not hardcore ones at least. And um and yeah, no 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 drugs like that. I really uh love boxing. Like oh, yes. uh, yeah, I love boxing, like fighting in general, not violently, but right. for the sport. And that's really the only time I see myself lose weight. Like I I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm heavy right now cuz I finished nah, G2 no, no, no. and I was like in the studio for mm. 2 months straight like not not do, sleeping and just eating right. takeout and shit. But right now, like, what uh, boxing and doing all the fights right. really gets me in really good shape. So I'm back on it. I'm back I tried that, you know? and it is winding. Like, yeah, 60 seconds I was it's, out. It's the most strenuous workout I've ever But yeah. I think it's so important for yeah. people to learn how to defend themselves, uh, especially for females. Right. Because uh, the world just is rude to y'all. And uh <laughs> to, to say the least. You know, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. And uh but yeah, I think but me, I achieve like a state of like moving meditation. Like when I'm mm-hmm. fighting, I think I love that more than music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, way more, way more. Like it's it's one of those things like when I'm when I'm doing that, when I'm training, when I'm fighting, the rest of the universe just collapses away on itself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm there, I'm present. Like it's it's all me and it's just that and it's awesome. wonderful. Yeah.
0: I love that that you say that. Yeah. So like just to just to get a little bit more into the background before we move to G2. Uh did you feel more of a like a genetic calling or is this is more something for rapping? Yeah. You felt it was genetic or did you feel it was something like I'm actually gifted at this. I'm not doing it because of X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? I, I, I think
1: one empowers the other, actually. Mm. I, I, I always felt like I was supposed to do it. And yeah. I also felt like... Um, for like multiple a call-in. reasons. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, supposed to do it out of obligation. Mm. And it overlapped with the calling. Because mm. it was it was one of those things that, like... Uh, since I was young, my father would tell me, like... He passed when I was six. Right. But prior to that, as a four-year-old, three-year-old, he'll tell me, like, yo, if I died or if something happened to me, it's mm. your job to take care of the family. Because oh, you're the only boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... After he passed, I had like those are the words that resonated the most that Mm. he told me. So I had like this overwhelming like, just obligation in my head that I need to take care of the family or right. I failed, you know? So, at that point, I said, I, you know, I want to start rapping because that's all I, that's what I saw my dad do to provide. Right. So, I wanted to do it too and it just turned out that I was I was good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's genetics and I think a lot a lot of, a lot of what has to do with writing is mm-hmm. how, you, how you perceive things. You know, right. someone, someone could take this table and say, like, oh, dude, cool, this is a white table <laughs> or you could see that there's been thousands of years of human manufacturing and science that's gotten to the place that we could finally create something like this So Mm -hmm. casually that we could use it as a table when back in the day, uh, you know, this was this was high level craftsmanship. You know what I'm saying? Like, so to see things more than what they are, I think Mm -hmm. that's that's and that's genetically passed down. I think my father had those perspectives and things like that. But throughout life, I gradually learned how to love it. Like I had a love, Mm -hmm. hate relationship with music because I always felt like I was supposed to do it. And it's very trying and stressful and the game is grimy and people do really messed up things and there's weirdness involved and uh I just, you know, to push past that when, when you don't know you love it, it's right. difficult. So I had moments, but over time, I, like as I became more myself musically mm. and I like started doing more stuff than like, oh, I actually like this song I made now. I'm not just yeah. trying to prove something. I make it sound I like. Now, Now finally, after doing this for 17 years, I'm like, I think I like this. You know what I'm saying? But for the last 16 years, it's been, it's been mostly just stress and trying to figure it out and, and mm. questioning whether I should keep doing it or not. But the last like two years or so, a year and a half, I'm like, this is okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of like this. Yeah, this
1: is, this is all right as long as it works. Exactly. Yeah. So let's
0: talk about the process
1: of Gitu. Oh man, Gitu was awesome. Uh, shout out to Rod, the producer. He produced like ninety-nine percent of the project. KP helped him with uh, one mm. of the tracks. I believe it was perfect. And um, I actually and, like this one uh, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So He's um, singing on it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah just <laughs> a little bit. Um, and and uh, this one, I really wanted it to be super. Like um, my last, I wanted it to be all here because like I said Mm -hmm. I I was miserable with the music for a while. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, like, uh I'm not even making stuff that I like Mm -hmm. personally. Um I'm not getting any uh you know, and this'll all make sense if I was actually getting financially stable off of it. But it's still a it's still a struggle. You know what I'm saying? I support myself off of it, but it's not something that's life changing. It's just getting me through to the next Right. Um, move so I can make another investment and like you know most of right. it has to go right back into it you know exactly. I could have easily worked for like the MTA and been more financially stable right now you know yeah. what I'm saying like but it's not um, it's not the dream you know what Fresh. I'm saying so I was like yeah I gotta give this one serious push but the only way that I could really do this and feel like I'm not going insane is if I make something that I like right. so I'm like yo Chris you have to you have to develop yourself because I don't think I was skill wise to a place mm-hmm. where I could make music that I like right. um, so I took like from the DeLorean to Gitu was like a two-year hiatus, you know right. what I'm saying? And during that time, I was doing vocal lessons and just experiencing mm. life and learning how to write from perspectives that was more real, not just trying to be lyrically ridiculous, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, and um and and through that time, I had mad crazy experience, all the uh, like craziness happened in my life, right. and um and growth artistically and as a human, and I wanted to compress all that and put that into a body of work. Mm. And um so after that, I linked up with Rob, the producer. We basically lived in his studio. Um, I, I like, uh, There's no windows in there, so I didn't know <laughs> what day, like the days were passing. Right. I put my phone, I do not disturb. Everyone was mad at me because I wasn't responding. But we, we went there. I, sometimes I would write, sometimes I would sit there and describe to him, Like he's like, yo, what kind of record do you want to make? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, Want, he's like how do you want it to feel like when you're performing and close your eyes like well, how do you mm. see the crowd like how do you and I'll tell him the energy like from not, not even sounds or words but just like the reaction the energy mm. the feeling and he's like alright cool and he'll start cooking up a beat that felt like that and then I'll build the verse so sometimes I'll come with a verse or something like that or a hook and he'll hear that and he'll start building the beat yeah. around it and bringing it to life and we basically did that and you know struggled a few moments all this stuff played mad super mm. smash bros and, <laughs> and like you know and all that stuff and that's that's the on the creative side mm. that's what you know we had Ozzy Benjamin he's featured on it he came through Anthony King came through Denzel Porter uh, those man. people uh, Rod the producer he's on he's on uh, background vocals certain things all that stuff on the business side my manager shout out to my team that's why it's important that you have uh, a great team like, he coordinated that uh, dealing with uh, 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 through Domingo and Mellow Music Group shout out mm. to both of them Mellow Music Group is the people that we partnered with for okay. the project yeah I saw and, um, that too yeah, like, so oh, on, on the business side that was there And um, but yeah but creatively that's how we did it. We just built it from the from the floor up and really just made sure that it was like everything I said and everything that was on there was something that. I genuinely felt I wasn't right. just rhyming the rhyme, and it all meant something and was towards the concept. So yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. And I noticed that like in the three different interludes, it was yeah. kind of vulnerable. It was really personal. Why would you bring us into that? Because I like how you started off with your mom, by the way. Right, right, right. I it's, love it. It's the
1: first time I had my mom on a project, by yeah. the way. So it was pretty amazing. And th- this, this is I wanted to achieve that the yeah. personal, the personableness of yeah. it because I feel like a lot of my music. I feel like I've always been that kid where you watch rap yeah. and it like. Uh, yeah, he's dumb. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Wow, he's dumb. Nice. Oh, that kid can rap, and then you move on. Um, I'm not the person you're watching. Like, wow, I really felt that. Let yeah. Me, let me tell people about this. You know what I'm saying? That's how words but. spread. Because when it, when it's felt. Um, and I feel like I
0: felt it when your mom was saying you're the greatest I was like shoot me yeah, too you, man you, you'll you be
1: more inclined to show someone that because yeah. it affected you like it touched you internally yeah. opposed to like just spiritual, biblical, metaphysical, individual, like no, <laughs> like oh that was cool yeah. moving on you know so it's one of those things that like with this one I felt like I lacked uh, relatability so mm. much in my last projects that I wanted relatability to be the and relatability transparency and mm. vulnerability to be like the, the, the scent, the nucleus of this right. project and all the stuff was surrounding it all the other things. So mm-hmm. I really wanted that. So from my mom, like my mom birth, she she's the one that believed me the most. From right. from, the, from from birth, she, if anyone thought I could be great, it was her. Right. You know what I'm saying. So I love starting off that way. Called the mother of God. Right. She, she always tells me, Chris, you're a god. You know, mm-hmm. you know like All that stuff. They call me baby. So yeah. Yeah, I'm the youngest. She's like, baby, you're a god. Like mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then with the affirmation skits, um, the G two itself, greatest in the universe, is an right. affirmation that I told her. So I wanted I wanted that. I wanted those conversations. I it, and I, I those conversations were recorded without my without me knowing. Oh wow! You know, yeah, yeah. Oz, like, I, I'll shout out to Oswin just doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he was there uh, and like capturing me. Like he saw I was stressed. He he mm-hmm. captured those moments of stress and doubt, and to have me explain it. And then mm-hmm. the Super Black Chronicles, which right, is that's hilarious. funny. <laughs> that's my that's my hey, boy yo, Chris Super, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's my boy Super Black. Um, <laughs> uh, I I won't say his real name, but his uh, but he he goes by Super Black because he taught me how to freestyle. He's a oh, visual. Yeah. Painter actually, oh, Rashid wow. Cornish. Follow him on my Instagram. He's a visual painter, he's ridiculous. Mm. He freestyles for fun, wow. like just for fun. And I didn't know that until like three years into meeting him. And then, uh, this was like years, years ago. And then, when, once I, I was like, Yo, I'm trying to learn how to freestyle, right. He's like, Yeah, I'll teach you. And we stood up for like 12, 15 hours at a time, just wow. freestyle. He's the reason why I know how to freestyle. So I'm bad with my phone. He calls me sometimes and just leaves me messages like that. I didn't ask <laughs> him, to be, These are no, I have like 50 more of those types of messages on my phone, and I thought that one just fit it so well because he's talking. To, he's like, "Yo, it's the rap game." He's like, "Yeah." I'm out here. He he in that what message, I felt like I felt like he represented the um the crowd of people who would be. Uh, upset at the direction of this project. Right. That it's more that it's more musical. It's more songs. It still mm-hmm. has lyricism, still has everything that you want yeah. from me, but it's packaged in a way that's more uh digestible and mm-hmm. like I think dope. But the people who just want me spitting aggressively and mean and angry over something. Yeah, yeah, like he, he I feel he wasn't trying to do mm-hmm. it, but I think he represented that crowd. So I wanted to put that there. I thought it was hilarious.
0: Definitely, definitely. And you know what? Since we're talking about the different styles of music for me, I def- obviously this first single off is NASA. Yeah, obviously I like that. I also like Shine as well. So, what for you on this particular project did you like the most?
1: Uh, well, um, or created the most. Too. Uh, uh, the mo- My favorite songs are um, I love Don't Change. Mm-hmm. I love Don't Change. That one to me is personally one of my favorite. Uh, Wolf Mode. I love. Uh, people either hate or love that one. Like, I, yeah, I, we're gonna get into I that in a second. Love that by the way. One. Um, <laughs> I love don't change wolf mode. Perfect. I, I just I just love I, I love how perfect feels. Oh, there's 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 there, and there's like one more that's like one of my favorite. Do you mind if I Yeah,
0: the, I do not the, mind, man. The, the list but on hold board. on. Oh boy, no I
1: forgot. What whoa, 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 what happened? What happened? Nah, I'm joking. Oh, okay. See, I can't forget nothing. I'm a professional. I uh, let me see. Uh so perfect, I really mess with. Um, don't change and wolf mm-hmm. mode. Uh and yeah, in the morning, I, I really oh birds is my is yeah. my jam. Birds is my jam. But um, I and I have made like damaged goods. Pro- the second verse is probably one of my favorite verses <laughs> on like the whole project. Too, uh, but not my favorite song. Like it's right. probably my one of my favorite verses on the whole project. So those probably away from mo- my least favorite song is G O D. I hate that song. Really? Um, yeah, so much. Um, but I put it there because I knew that this pro- the the track the project needed one of those. That's okay. just us five minutes straight just dumping and it's not that it's bad but right. it's, it's, it's ridiculous it's <laughs> great Oswin <laughs> Benjamin Deserport, they murdered it right. I did a great job like it's great but it's it, it's the only song and I put that there for the OCD crowd like the right. team backpack crowd the people who really want lyricism right. I put that there because I knew they were coming for this project right. for at least something like that but that's the only record I feel that I showed no actual growth I was mm. bored when I did it didn't even write it down I just yeah. I just I just wrapped it yeah. yeah I'm just I'm just not even free but like just had it there like I'm like cool and long as well things it's like that i could do in my sleep i didn't challenge myself it wasn't fun it wasn't growing it was just like all right let me just go wrap my ass over (laughs) and when i hear it i just skip it because i'm not like i'm not moved by it but yeah yeah that's definitely yeah
0: wolf mode actually kind of tricked me a little bit because the title so i'm thinking like all right we're gonna go ham on this one Uh but it's more of like a declaration instead Uh more like it's not like i'm going to like you know like six nine like We'll kill you. <laughs> it's, 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 more, it's more triumphant. Right. Um,
1: and it's wolf mode, wolf mode. We be hollering to the moon, go, moon, go. Uh, yeah. then, then it's dragon mode, skin is tough exactly. as hell. and That That's just painting like wolf mode. Like it, uh, we, we move in packs, but there's lone wolves. And we're, you know, we're starving. We're, we're out here. We're, stri- we're struggling. We're fighting. We're hunting. And we're hollering at the moon because we're up late at night. We're mm-hmm. thinking about stuff. And then it's dragon mode when you transform. And it's like skin is tough as hell. Like that just means like you, yeah. you reach the higher self. And it's like, yo, I don't care about the words. I don't right. care about the world. I'm going to bounce it off me and like and, and the beat is so like yeah. pe- people get thrown over by the and i'm just like yeah i just love it i just went in there and just did it but uh it was fun i i uh, i did enjoy it and i named it wolf mode mm-hmm. um because it's one of those things that's like i wanted to name it wolves and dragons
0: okay yeah because i was going to ask you like why not name it but you kind of yeah i already. wanted to name it wolves and dragons mm-hmm.
1: um because uh, uh another subtle thing i do like the few like mad projects ago, mm. Wonderland of Misery. There's a song on there called Show Me Love. Right. There's always a song on there that I dedicate to. Like some songs I write for certain people. Right. And there's a there's a uh, my my boy uh, Ko. He uh, he loves wolves. He's on the stuff. I always write a song for him on all my projects. Mm. That's like uh, that either references either his relationship or something that he told me or something right. that we've been through. And he loves wolves and uh, and I love dragons. So. I, at that time he was going through a lot of crazy stuff as well. So mm-hmm. some of the stuff in is there. So I, I wanted to call it Wolves and Dragons. And then when we sent in the um the files, right. uh, I don't I forgot who it was, but someone just named it Wolf Mode. <laughs> and I was just like, All hey, right. Man. And then uh, and then I was like, it was one of those weird moments where I was like, should I change? Should I say something? And everyone's like, yo, Wolf Mode is sick or Wolf yeah. Mode is this? And I'm just like does wolf mode roll off the tongue better than wolves and dragons and like so i made, i made it i was like you know what i'll just leave it like that because yeah. i feel like the universe was like Chris's name of wolf mode is cool you know? <laughs> like, but I, I like wolves and dragons maybe it's too nerdy i don't definitely. know definitely yeah
0: and a little bit for honorable mention uh sincerely me that's yeah. obviously a track where you're addressing your father was that something you actually needed to get off your chest because there was a song i believe it was on uh what fear was it? my crown yeah, it was yeah, on yeah. Delorean, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or was it
1: medication so. refill? Uh, it was. It was on one of those, and you're, you're probably like, "Wow, this kid doesn't know his own songs." But no. I, I, I really, I really uh, dislike all my other projects a lot, so I don't listen to them. But I think mm. it's on Delorean. I think okay. it's on Delorean. Which Delorean? No, it is, is on Delorean. I fuck right. with Delorean. It is on actually. Delorean. Yeah, it is on Delorean. <laughs> and uh, that's. It's funny that you say that because it's. Um, uh, I don't like intentionally think about when I want to like. Make a song like even 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 uh, fear my crown, which was about abuse. Yeah, uh, it kind it kind of like took the media kind of just ran with it in a in a in a in the worst okay, way so possible. I'm not tripping, yeah. yeah, so like I, I think I think if you actually followed, there's a difference between people who follow you consistently and right. understand why you do things, and people who just chime in at moments right and the context is always different if you follow me from the beginning right. from the be- I, I, i've been rapping about depression right social issues um um you know any, any anything that i could get my hands on that i felt and i feel can help people and change run right. i've had many messages where people people to this day hit me up like yo ask me for advice life advice different mm-hmm. thing i'm not a guru but right. they hear me talk and they get inspired and i do my best to sit there and right. navigate these situations i've always been like that so i've been i'm someone who's been through um domestic abuse right. and, um, i i've done my re i went to um safe havens i've spoken in shelters i went to different places where i talk to the kids at different like i I do things like this i don't always post it or talk about it or things like that but i'm I'm passionate about it and And you don't need to either by the way yeah i I don't think it's like you know i I guess it would i'm bad with that i probably should so people so it's more like socially out but i'm doing it genuinely because i just care right and um and it's one of those things that uh you know I, I forgot the exact statistics i had it when i went to the to these events but it's like uh, roughly about like 7 in every 11 women are mm. in abusive relationships well, yeah. uh, about 4 in every 10 men are in abusive relationships and that doesn't even include the children. There's right. actively 10 million people, uh, at least, in, in walking around in America a year that's suffering from uh, abusive trauma. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this is something that isn't spoken about. Right. So I felt like I wanted to make a song, and like it's something that cr- shaped me into who I am to right. this day. I think uh, being abused as a child mm-hmm. it has a lot of, uh, um, you know, molding for mm-hmm. how you perceive yourself in the world yeah. as an adult. I'm still going through things at 25 for shit I've been through at four. You wow, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so. And that said, I'm like, yo, I got to make this song. It'll help a lot of people. I put it out. I shot the video, made sure, and the video was uh, about the cycle of abuse, showing Mm. that sometimes when you're abused, you become the abuser. Right. And um because I'm pun Son and because people, there's footage of him doing things and stuff like that and it's out there. Uh, And the the lyrics are from a real place, but I wanted to highlight abuse. Like, this is the cycle of abuse. Let's have ways of readiness, more understanding. And people flipped it like, yo, he's talking shit about his father, all this shit. And I'm just like, yo, and mind you, this is 1% of the people, 99% of it. I've gotten literally thousands of messages. Wow, you gave me the courage to speak up. You gave me the courage to leave. You gave me the courage to stand up. I didn't know people. Like, so many great, so I'm happy about it. But on the media side, it was very, um, you know, uh, from the powers that be and the people that could steer the narrative and people yeah. that was offended. Some of these people, also woman beaters behind the scenes and different <laughs> things like that. That's, of course, going to be offended because they want to maintain the integrity of my father's legacy, um, legacy. And I feel personally that if you knew him more right. as a person and like I know him as a whole person. Yeah. You know him as just big pun, the artist. Right. So you glorify him in this way. But once something that comes that may yeah. deflect that glorification, you you start feeling like, oh, now nah, I don't love him. Right. I know both sides. I know why he did it. I know he's human. I've forgiven him a thousand times already right. for it. I know why he became that way, the demons he suffered through, and I see his greatness and yeah. in his in his dark side, and I still love and accept him. Yeah, that's why I thought, People couldn't do that, you know? Yeah. So on this one, bring, yeah, bringing it full circle to uh, Sincerely Me, at this point, I just wanted to have a record that um I like, Call him up on everything that's been going on, yeah. like between, like because, like I said, we've been through a lot of stuff in general in the last two years. I've grown a lot as a person, and as a grown man, I'm like, yo, it would be great. Like, I don't have any kids. I have mm. a nephew; he's eight years old, and um I'm at the age now where it's like, now I'm considering, like, okay, I'll have kids, not now, not, not yeah. now, but <laughs> like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I could, I, you know, what I'm saying, like, I know I want them, boom, and yeah. as a, and while I, when I start thinking about who I'm gonna be as a father and yeah. how I want to develop myself, I realize the absence of mind in my life. So it's like, yo, like, let me i'm sure he would like to know everything that's going yeah, yeah. on and all that stuff and and it was cool and it's funny because the the when i when i heard I, we was looking for something real like dark and yeah, something yeah. that's gonna like pull the heart and it was such a happy beat that just brought yeah, it, out. it like it felt like, like lullaby ish and like yo like it was one of and i just and i felt like breaking down when i heard it and i was yeah. like yo i'm like wow this is this is the one i don't know why but this made me feel something yeah. so and i just wrote what i felt i didn't think about it i just wrote from here to there and and that's that's how it came out and uh yeah man it it sucks because like me and my family knows the truth behind a lot of things and all the stuff but we don't have the voice or the platforms to steer the narrative the way other people do uh, and and they 're going to steer it in a way that kind of mm. demonizes us or 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 nah. just whatever gains they want to get, it kind of steers it in that way. so I do my best just to be a thousand percent honest in my right. music and what I put out and then to speak it and uh, with that song it wasn 't like a an advantageous thing. I was just genuinely trying to write a letter to my pops. Damn. No,
0: and you know what, though, because when you said all the media stuff, I was like, it kind of felt like, in a sense, even though you, I know you just explained it, it almost felt like you were trying to kind of rectify that fear of the crown thing, like, kind of like, wait, 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 wait. No. Kind of like, don't take that out. Yeah, that's what it
1: was. Even that, like, I really wasn't. Like, um, for fear of my crown thing, like, uh, my thing is, like, I, 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 know, I know I'm morally in the right There's been a yeah. lot of people, like, because some people are like, oh, he shouldn't say that. He shouldn't, he shouldn't do anything. He shouldn't speak about yeah. that. And I'm like, yo, like, if, if my father was anybody, if my father was a regular person and I right. went through abuse, like anybody else rapping about right. abuse or drug addiction, whatever it is, I could have said anything and no one right. would have been mad. So it's not that what I did was wrong. It's right. that you're upset because it, it, you you love this person. So right. regardless of what they did, so you're telling me I can't talk about my life or abuse mm. or things that happened to me because you're offended right. that it's about this person that you don't, you know, so. It, that it, it you don't even know. Yeah, that you don't <laughs> even really know or actually care about. So no. it's one of those things that's like, yo, like, um, I got. I'm like. I'm over it, and it's one of those things. It's yeah. like I just accept, and it's like, yo. I, until I get to a place where I have a larger platform than these people trying to tear me down, oh, I'm, just, I'm just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to accept what they do, and just hope that uh, people understand me for me. And again, it's 99 percent of people right. loved it, felt empowered by it, oh, yeah. it did its effect. Um, but the one percent is the people with power and with voices, right. and, and the ones that's gonna steer that narrative. But this one. I I didn't have Sincerely me I'm sorry I didn't have um, Fear of my crown In mind at all Like I okay. Just, okay. Like, it, like I said, saying Like this is not Tactical okay, I was, yeah, I was, I was like, just Damn why you do that Yeah no <laughs> it's, it's not tactical Like it's genuine That's what I said okay. it's, like, it's like And I forgave All the shit that you did Like it's not yeah. even about Like it's been Not about the abuse For a yeah. long time For me with him And I've forgiven it It's been more so About like yo Like this like the shit we go through is crazy, life is crazy, it would have been right. so much more beneficial to have guidance, it would have right. been so much more beneficial to have a level of support, not us chaotically figuring out, being homeless, trying to, f- yeah. you know, feeling the weight of shit and the trauma, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. So And just catching them up, because if I was gone, uh, I think that would have been dope if my kid did that, you know what, right. what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, it's just one of those things, but it wasn't like tactically trying to supersede a... Okay. Like, ah, I don't a
0: yeah, because now I felt, we'll talk a little bit afterwards, but I definitely yeah. felt Fair the crown. That's why I was like, "Damn, I hope." Yeah, he's yeah. Not, I, like, I, trying yeah. to calm people down. With nah, this I, I, don't, I don't give a flying fuck. Okay, I'm, good. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah. I, hey, y'all already feel the way y'all gonna feel, regardless. Like, it's cool. I'm just making. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. He doesn't care, guys. I do not give a flying. I, I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. And I troll. I troll people back. So if you try to make me care, I, I'm gonna just try. And I'm better at it. I'm better. And I got time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. So where can we catch you
1: on tour? Yo, right now, uh, the the show that I'm telling everybody to go to is the G2 release show. It's at mm-hmm. September 20th at Sobs. Perfect. I'm personally inviting all 80,000 of my fans. Sobs only has 450 capacity, but <laughs> first 450 to buy those tickets. Let's go get it. Um, right now we possibly have tours like hooked up after that, but mm-hmm. because uh, we wanna we wanna really target with the internet. It's beautiful now. Yeah, like, I've done shows where. We fly out, spend all this money, do all these things, and, you know, 30 people show up. We're not trying to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you got to know your demographics. I might have, you know, 50,000 fans in New York, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 30,000 fans in Philly, Mm -hmm. and then I got, you know, uh, you know... a 1,000 fans in, in Florida. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I know I want to hit New York and Philly, right. maybe not hit Florida until my the fans right. increase more that I know people are actually going to show up. So what we're doing now is we're checking all the analytics. We're going to knock out this show, do a lot of promotion for show promotions. Right. Really, we want to attach ourselves to a larger artist, and there's some stuff for that and work because yeah. they sell out stadiums. Right. And uh, I could bring people, to and I could ultimately seize and grasp their fans, gain new fans. Uh, since I'm not at the point where I'm selling out, you know, 50,000 people and all right. that stuff like right now we're just figuring out who who where's the where's the targeted areas the most and we're gonna we're gonna pan it out like that alright perfect yeah. it's just it's just biz, business stuff yeah. business yeah but I, I'm not I'm not above flying out performing for ten of y'all
0: <laughs> <Just spread laughs> I love word. it just spread the word alright yeah. and this is my favorite part of the show right before we wrap up it's called Five Fast Facts okay so give don't say anything that you've said in the past already okay. Just okay. give us something that we this don't know about I, you
1: I, I didn't read the questions either, oh so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't like being, I like being on my toes so five 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 five
0: five. See? Five, five, five. I like this is why five I like saying facts. That. Okay, let's see. Um a-
1: anything. Um uh, let me see. Yeah. I uh things I haven't said. All yeah. right, let's see. Um I could blow spit bubbles. I don't, I don't know. yeah, right, that's weird, right? Um let me see that that's one, that's a cheap one. Uh I am a uh let's see. Hmm. Fact like what kind of fact would it help if you like like you shout could put out, like
0: your favorite color or something or yeah, stuff that uh, you do
1: food my my, uh, my favorite color is orange I'm okay. a vegan oh wow um, I am oh that's three that's yes three? three already okay is. so I'm very, uh, I'm a vegan favorite color orange I could blow spit bubbles those <laughs> are all three uh, let me see uh, I think people like I don't want to give obvious stuff like I am a super nerd I'm into anime and all yeah stuff. I figured um, you would but, yeah. but that's obvious I want to give like a real
0: good give Dude, us that, something that, juicy. that no one knows
1: about yeah like what like what, what you know what it is i'm so like open all the time yeah, you so are. like i'm trying to figure out like what is it um let me see i i'm like no
0: you gotta no. dig deep for this yeah, one yeah yeah like I'm like damn yeah,
1: damn like damn <laughs> and this is for five facts who has five facts ready like
0: like <laughs> some see, people see, do so, no some but you know do. what it is
1: cause I got I mean I got other random facts but it's like I wanna give something like really really good yeah. like really good like what, what, what's a word what's something that you probably wanna know that could any any question in the universe like what's something but you, uh, you, you wanna see how hard, damn. It, is? See how <laughs> so, how hard it is look at like,
0: what you do to me Alright, so for the ladies out there, do you have a girlfriend? Yes. Oh, damn. Yeah, and, Sorry, in, girls. In a
1: super, yeah, super ridiculously uh amazing uh relationship. <laughs> I actually try not to talk about it like with uh See, with even, I got something juicy. No, no, with with even no, not uh, forget publicly. <laughs> I mean like even like I mean personally when people ask like I don't ever mind saying like yeah I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Uh but it's one of those things that uh when I talk about it, like me and her do mm-hmm. like we do so well like we're, we're, we're like really incredible that i feel the jadedness of other people when Aww. i talk about when i and not like in a bad way but right. like you know most relationships energy, like yeah. well I, i've been through oh here, here's here's a, here's another uh uh for i was in an over relationship before can that be the fifth one yeah yeah, yeah cool so wow. and, and that in that sense um and that taught me a lot um that's what per, when you listen to perfect on the album right. it sounds like i'm cheating Okay. Um, yeah, it, it, does, does it does. It, uh, uh, it does. Because so, well, I, I was never like loved myself, but right now I'm in love with two bitches. I mean, yeah. women. I mean, prisons. I mean, prisms. They catch my light. They catch mine. I should reflect right. all that stuff. So, and it's talking about the nuances of that. But that that I I made it that way in vague. But it's really mm-hmm. about an open relationship and, okay. and and navigating that. And what that taught me. I'm only bringing this up to say. uh that the reason why my relationship now is going so well is because of the things that I learned during my last mm. relationship and previous ones. And, uh, what I, and I think being in an open relationship, I'm not, I'm not promoting it, I'm not saying do mm. it, but I think being in one of those, what it takes to actually be in one and to be in one in an okay way, It takes a lot of emotional growth Mm. and like dramatic emotional growth because we 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 weren't we started off monogamously Mm. and then became that. So transitioning someone that you that you probably have possessiveness over to that capacity in a physical way, um, and then opening that up, it takes a lot to get past. And then on top of that. Uh, realizing the difference between uh, love and sex, the r- difference between uh, this person is an actual whole person, not just Man. limited to being my girlfriend or the expectation. So all those things got blown up mm. in my head, and then I learned so much. And then after that, I was with two people for a while, you mm. know. And then both Damn. of the, both of those relationships ended in the same week, leaving me completely by myself for the first time in my. Life, which I realized, well, not that I've always been in relationships, but like when I wasn't in them, I would be going to my friend's house. Like right. I always tried not to be alone with my thoughts, Damn, and yeah. at that point, I was like, I need to be alone with mm. my thoughts, and that grew me so much as well. So I mm. had all that growth, and then I had my single phase, which was awesome. And then, and and and, 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 it, and, it, and, it, and it's one of those things. And then in my single phase, I'm like, you hit those places where it's like, oh shit, I'm lonely. I realized it, yeah. or this, or I'm doing too much. I'm doing. And after a while, I was like, wow, I feel great. I'm not chasing them. It's flying at when you feel good yeah, yeah. and you're like things are just coming and you know exactly. everything's good and you're feeling great and i'm like wow i think i'm gonna be single for a real long time i'm really happy <laughs> and then boom i met her you know what i'm saying like yeah. and and what it allowed and, and what it allowed me to do is realize like toxicity mm. Relation, and i want to speak about this because it's important this relationship toxicity mm. and a lot of people don't realize when they're in a toxic relationship because most of I've never seen a healthy relationship. Wow. My yeah. relationship is the first healthy one that I've ever witnessed, the one that I currently have, and, and it's it the first healthy one I've ever for been your, in. Um,
0: nephew too, to see somebody in Ex- a healthy exactly, relationship.
1: and. Out, all the relationships i've been in the older people like they either either abusive mm. or verbally abusive or it's just unhealthy or cheating and this and that right. no communication and you you normalize this so much and then you realize half the time you're with someone not because you genuinely want to build or right. because you love them it's because you want them to be something or you want mm. them to fill a hole that right. that something that you lack that they could never really fill and then you put that on them and then when they don't fill that hole mm. you 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 kind of lash out at them because you feel like it's their fault for right. not fulfilling something that only you could fix and there's so much so i realized not having that toxicity there is important we mm-hmm. built a strong foundation we're awesome she's into she's an entrepreneur too i needed someone super motivated and sick and <laughs> yeah. yeah she's fire she got she she does a lot of stuff and so i'm in a relationship and it's crazy and, 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 shout out to her. and we have fun yeah exactly well you know? thank you so much chris yeah.
0: rivers for stopping by first of all probably one of the best uh vibey interviews that i've had thank in you. a long time I sorry if I talk you. too much no it's yeah. I talk a lot too oh, so you, it works you. out yeah, it I, works I, out very I, I, well
1: I'd rather y'all yeah, cut some besides which, <laughs> nah. besides which for half more you know? <laughs> so thank you I appreciate <laughs> for that for sure that, thank yeah. you so